record on this computer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Awaken the Possibilities. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. I use my little rock today. Welcome. <laughs> Love my little rock. <laughs> Awaken the Possibilities is about helping entrepreneurs leap off the stress hamster wheel of life and leap into calm, ease, and flow to become unstoppable intuitive leaders and practical business mystics. So how do we do that? How do we get to this place where we can tap into ourselves and really grow from the inside out? Well, our guests are spectacular people who have secrets and have experiences that have allowed them to reach specific areas in their lives where they can help others change their lives. And today I have just that kind of guest. I would love for you to please welcome Tanya J. Miller. She's very energetic, very exciting. And she's an author and a speaker and a strategist with the passion for helping people and organizations figure out how to fix things, how to get to where they want to be. So we were talking um, a little bit before the show. And one of the things that she has that she did not include in her bio, which I told her I was going to talk with her about, is the woman's got an MBA. But you know what she says? Oh, I just have an MBA. Just an MBA. Get that word just out of there, kiddo. <laughs> that is a big deal. That, that truly is a big deal. And congratulations, Sonia, for achieving your MBA. But there's a Thank lot you. more to you. There are some facets there that are, I think, are pretty exciting that our Awaken the Possibilities audience would do very well to know about you. So tell us a little bit more about you, because I know there's some juicy, juicy stuff in there that <laughs> really has laid the foundation for who you are today. Absolutely. So again, my name is Tanya J. Miller. As Terry mentioned, I'm an author, speaker, coach, and strategist. I basically help people and organizations figure out how to do life because sometimes it gets crazy. So I want to help you figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together so that you do life right and you do it well. And it's not my definition of right or well, it's yours, but I want to help you to get to that. And so Terry, one of the things you said that really was resonating was you were saying, get off that hamster wheel. Sometimes we literally feel like that. So I reference puzzle pieces, you reference hamster wheel, but at the end of the day, it's still helping people to figure out who they are, what they're trying, what, it, like you said, being meaningful, being intuitive, and being impactful for what it is that they know that they're here for and they're destined to do. That's right. Now, there's something else that you said that really struck me before the show. Okay. And that was your nonprofit. Can you share with us about that? Because not everybody has a nonprofit. Well, I had a nonprofit okay. um, years ago. Yeah, it was a nonprofit um, that I had. I, 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 people ask, like, so, Tay, are you a, this your first time entrepreneur? I was like, well, I guess I can say I'm a serial entrepreneur because I've had a few businesses and nonprofits before. But um, even though I've dissolved the nonprofit, my heart is still for mentorship and leadership. And that mentorship was a very firm aspect of what the nonprofit was about. It was 
basically, you know, a lot of times, um, and then it doesn't matter the age, but you need someone that can um, help you along the way. You need someone that's been where you're trying to go that can sh give you some practical advice, but also some business advice as well. And then just someone even to bounce ideas off. And so that was a firm aspect of what the um, organization, and I actually called it the 20s AD, because it was that. It was called the what? The, so. the 20s AD, so the 20s being, I, the, I targeted the young, um, young adults between 20 to 29, because literally you go through so many stages in that small time frame, and you need someone to help you along the way, you know, someone to mentor you, and so a lot of times I felt like that age group a lot of times um, gets forgotten. People like, oh, you know, well, they got so much going on. They do but they need some help as well. And so that, that was why I targeted that age group and um, why I uh, kind of um, named it that. And like you said before, when we were talking, um, the possibilities never stop. I would always say the destiny never stops. You never get there. You're always going because you're learning new things about yourself. You're learning more about your purpose. You're finding, you know, more about your passion. And so you never stop. You're always arriving. It's not that you've arrived. So yeah, when you were saying that, when we were talking earlier, I was like, yes, she gets it. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been around the block a bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So it's a lot. Well, you know, the, the fact that you're working with the 20 something, you were working with the 20 something. Mm -hmm. It, says so much about character and who you are. So I'm curious, Tanya, what led you, tell me a little bit about your childhood and what got you to where you are right now? Okay, um, so I would say I am a, a believer in uh, my childhood. My father was a pastor. And so a lot of what him and my mother instilled in me was that I wasn't here just by accident. I'm not here just to be here. I have a responsibility. I have an assignment. I have a purpose. And one of the things that I share is that my dad would always tell us that um, when you're not where you're supposed to be, the person that, you know, whether you call it fate or destiny, the person that is going along their journey and their path that when y'all are supposed to intersect, if you're not where you're supposed to be, they're not going to be able to intersect with you and make paths. And you're not going to be able to do whatever it is that you're supposed to do, and, um, say or be. And so um, that always resonated with me that I had a responsibility to the purpose that was inside of me. And so I um, kind of looked at that, you know, with everything that I did, you know, whether it was, you know, going through school and doing some of the nonprofit work that I did with the community and the church, um, you know, whether it was, you know, even in my undergrad that I pursued, I always had a mindset that um, I wanted to be of help and I wanted to be of service. Um, that probably is why I went to get my MBA where I got it at Regent, because it's, you know, just a hearted mindset of servant leadership. That's a really big thing to me. And so um, just knowing that I'm not just here, I have a responsibility, I have an assignment. And so that often resonated in the things that I did and it um, kind of got me to where I am today um, with the business that I have. So, you know, 
I have a business, but at the end of the day, even as an entrepreneur, you, you still have to serve. You still have to hear um, the needs of your clients, your customers, your audience, your tribe, whatever you call them, and be able to meet them where they're at and to help them to not just see what's in front of them, but what's um, down the road and, and, and to help them to navigate those life journeys. And I love that word, navigating. It's a word that I use a lot, too. And, you know, when you can help people navigate their experiences, navigate their lives, navigate their businesses, you know, navigation is about discovery. Navigation. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're, we're a Navy family, okay? So okay. <laughs> we're, we're all about, you know, we don't sail, but my, my husband and my daughter, they, they, they have driven big Navy ships. <laughs> Navy ships. And they rely on the navigators to take mm -hmm. them to where they want to go. And we are the navigators for our clients because Absolutely. the stars, the moon, the sky, the water, you know, all of it is integrated in getting the ship to where it needs to go. Uh, now, of mm -hmm. course, they have modern day instruments to be able to do that today. But in the olden days, they didn't have a lot of the, you know, the modern instruments that they had. They, they relied on the sun, the moon, the stars. Mm -hmm. And we are that. For, for our clients. So yes. one of the things that you say that I love um, is to live an unapologetic life on purpose. Mm -hmm. So when you do that with from the space of being a navigator, can you tell me more mm -hmm. about that? Because living an unapologetic life can be very challenging for, for folks. Absolutely. Um, you know, I get a lot of questions. Everybody says, Tanya, that sounds like a loaded statement. I said, it's meant to be. <laughs> it's meant to be a loaded statement. Um, you know, oftentimes, even just saying that to a client or um, an individual or even, you know, as I'm speaking to an organization, it, they kind of take a pause. They, they, they're like, well, wow, like, I don't know if I'm doing that. Like, I don't know if I'm being my true, authentic self. I don't know if I'm giving everything. I don't know if I'm even pleased with myself, not, you know, not anybody else or what they think, but like, am I unapologetic? Like, am I being 100%, you know, what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be saying or doing? And so a lot of that, um, as a, like you said, as a navigator, as a strategist, as a coach, I kind of get you to start asking yourself those questions, you know, not to be unruly or to be, um, you know, what's the word, uh, not to be, you know, a, a, a nuisance or anything like that. A disruptor? I'm not trying to, yeah, not a to be a disruptor. <laughs> not for them to be a disruptor in a negative way, but to be a disruptor, you know, to like take a pause. Are you where you want to be in life? Are you pursuing the path that you um, had in mind? Are you happy? You know what I mean? And so a lot of times, um, and it's funny you said that. I actually had a, my God sis was saying, she actually gave that exact word. So when you said it, it brought that to mind, disruptors, because um, you, you call out the things that need to be said sometimes where people have kind of been sweeping them under the rug and, um, you know, kind of, ask, kind of ask them, like, is this you? Like, if this is not you, if this is not what you had in mind, if this is not where you're supposed to be, you know, as a navigator, as a disruptor, let, let's make a, let's make a better plan. Let's, let's put you down a different path and let's get you back being who you're supposed to be authentically, unapologetically. 
you know, that apology thing, women tend to say, I'm sorry for everything. And wow. Wow. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and every yes. time somebody says that, there's a time and a place to say, I'm sorry, by the way. And that yes. time and place is really, uh, you really, you know when it's that time and place. But a lot of, and I'm going to say women, not more so women than men. Oh, you're men. right. They, you're right. We, we say, oh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, I, I didn't mean that. But what are you apologizing for? What are you blasted apologizing for? And then look at me. And it's like you're in the habit of constantly saying, I'm sorry. So in the end, yeah. when it's, it really is time to apologize, does it really have the meaning and the this, impact that it's supposed to have? You're absolutely true. Yeah. I was actually, if I can tell a quick story, I was at the grocery store um, last year sometime. And the lady in front of me forgot something. And she was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I got to go back. And the cashier, like, she almost took her hands and was like, why are you apologizing? We need to stop saying we're sorry. If yeah. you forgot something, there's no reason to apologize. It's okay. <laughs> like, it was a, such a, like, moment. Like, the cashier, myself, and the lady were just kind of like, she's talking to us from a place of not just, like you said, from the moment, but from life. She was like, we need to stop apologizing. Mm -hmm. Why would you apologize? Because you forgot something and you need to go get it. It's a need. You're apologizing because you need something. You're apologizing because you, you had life happen. And so, like you said, as women, we do it way more than I know. Oh, it, it, it's, a, it's <laughs> chronic. It, it truly yeah. is chronic. And a lot of that is also inherited because we get that from the environment where we live. Like I said, there, there's a time and a place to apologize. And you really want the apology to be heartfelt and you want the apology to be sincere. To apologize because this fell off the desk or to apologize <laughs> because I'm wearing the wrong glasses. I picked up my husband's glasses instead of mine. I mean, it, it, it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And so, uh, uh, so ladies, ladies and men, but ladies, mm -hmm. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Rachel Hollis wrote in her um, book, Girl, Stop Apologizing. Like, there's no need. <laughs> yeah. Well, well there, you know, it's a time and a place. That, that, that's my, yeah. I'm going to add to that. There's a time and a place. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're beautiful and brilliant just the way we are, you know? And Absolutely. to live an unapologetic life is to live in our power, to live, you know, to be, um, every morning, I don't know about you, but every morning I do a little ritual where I put myself in my Iron Woman suit. Okay. <laughs> and my Iron Woman suit, oh, let me tell you, I got that and I got the Wonder Woman bracelet on, I got the Wonder Woman okay. bracelet on, you know, and um, on and on. And what that does is a it protects my energy mm -hmm. okay and it protects my heart and i give out love and i only allow love in so girl what do you do in your uh, to live your apologetic unapologetic life what's your <laughs> ritual in the morning um i would say definitely um having you know a time of solace whether you're praying you're having a 
moment of meditation to center yourself, whatever that looks like for me, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of both, you know, just centering myself, praying, meditating, and, and just no matter what happens today, I still have a purpose. I still have uh, things that I was going to do today. And if they happen, that's great. If they don't happen, I'm not going to beat myself up. But a lot of it for me is um, setting the foundation of being um, in my oneness for that day and being, um, being at peace. Because a lot of times when I don't, <laughs> that's when, you know, on the, the way. erupts. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so a lot of it for me is just having that, that time, that, that space to get in oneness with myself and, and to be um, okay, be okay with what comes. So let's pretend that I'm your client. I would love for you to share with me how you would guide me to lead an unapologetic life. Um, definitely, I would ask, um, what are the things that you're wanting to work on? What are the things that you're doing right now? You know, I would kind of listen. Um, I'm very much a lot of times a listener. And so as you're beginning to tell me some things, I'm picking up on the clues that you're not saying. I'm picking up on even the things that are coming through with your body language and how you're um, responding. And so a lot of that early initial um, intake, <laughs> if you will, I'm getting a perception of what you're saying versus what you're not saying. And then we'll kind of um, go to that next piece to where I'll repeat it back. You know, as a uh, coach and a counselor, they, they do that. Okay, so I heard you say this. Is that what you mean? And so I want to synthesize that and really get an understanding. Like, this is what you said, but this is what I picked up. So are we working on this or are we actually talking about this? And so a lot of what I do um, working with the coaching client, a lot of people say, Tanya, you're very different in your approach. I'm like, yeah, I like to listen because I like to listen, see, and feel because you don't always say what you mean. Like you said, oh. we apologize. And that's not really what's going on. You know, we might be apologizing because we picked up, like you said, the husband's glasses, but the reality of the, the fluttering and the, is because you have a big announcement and a call coming in and you're, you're flustered and that's really what's bothering you because you're waiting on news from the doctor. And so um, that's a lot of what I do initially because I really want to get that that um, understanding and as we begin to do the work of those things that both you said and we I picked up we begin to really uncover um, what what what's really keeping you from being unapologetic what's really keeping you from um, being able to put the pieces together because um, a lot of times like you like I said there's a lot that's not said. And I started uncovering that and I started digging into that because there's no point in me just working on what you say when that really won't fix things. So I, I started digging into that and we work on that throughout the relationship. And yeah, it's, it gets heavy, <laughs> but it's necessary. So, and that's just, oh, I, Believe me, I understand because that's where I go with my clients too. And uh, 
So yeah, it's a wonderful thing. It's something we have to do with our clients. Do we not? We have to hold the mirror up because if we don't hold the mirror up so they can really see themselves for who they really are, the beauty within. Oh, wow. So many, so many people, men and women, they just, it's too hard for them to look in the mirror. Wow. Too hard to be yourself with yourself. Yeah. Isn't it? It's intense. It can be really, really intense. So, Tanya, one of the things that um, we, we do when, when we do this kind of work is we have an ideal client, a, a kind of client that we want to attract to ourselves. Who are the kinds of people that you love to work with? Um, I kind of get that question um, a lot. Like, who's your ideal client? Who's your audience? I would say... Um, it's someone that number one gets my vibe. You know, you can't always work with everybody because everybody may not connect to your style and your flow and how you um, do things. And so one, you, we would have to kind of connect on that. Not necessarily you have to be my same age or my ethnicity, my gender, my race, any of that, but you have to be able to, uh, what's, you have to be able to hear my voice and, 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 it, and it carries weight, if you will, and it, and, and it, and it carries understanding. And so um, once that's kind of established, um, I would, you know, need to know that I'm actually capable of helping you because as a coach, sometimes I'm a coach, but you may need a therapist and a counselor more than what I need or licensed to do. And so um, even in that early stage, kind of discussing that and kind of seeing, because if you still need to do some of that, that um, inner work before I can help you with the outer work, that, that, that needs to happen first as well. And so from there, a lot of times I, I work with clients that are stuck, um, you know, stuck maybe in their career, stuck in their life. Um, their, their family situation and they're trying to navigate. They're trying to find the next step. They're trying to find um, what is it, what is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing now? And so I work with a lot of clients that definitely are at that, that passage, that um, intersection. I work also with a lot of clients that are trying to figure out well, what, what, what is my purpose? What is my passion? You know, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I get it like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, Tanya. And I'm like, okay, you're probably already doing it. So let's start digging into that. Let's start talking about what you're already doing and making, a, making that make sense. And so I work with a lot of clients um, in that vein as well. And then, um, like I said, I also... Uh, work with clients that kind of to uncover the leader that's already within them. Mm. Um, kind of, um, sh- like you said, showing the mirror to them, showing them their Wonder Woman, showing them their He-Man, their Iron Man, that's already there, and beginning to pull back the layers to uncover that so that they can walk in the fullness of their authority as a leader um, as well. So um, a lot of times from the coaching standpoint, those are the clients that I work with, and um, we, we tackle a lot of those topics and, and things working Excellent. together. So one last question. Mm-hmm. What is your super strength? Um, 
I would say I am a um, intuitive listener that um, listens with discernment. And so uh, a lot of times I feel like I'm able to hear more than what you're saying. And I'm able to interpret that back to you and to be able to clearly communicate what you aren't able to communicate. Um, one of the businesses I had uh, a while ago was kind of doing that when it came to helping um, startups to figure out what their mission statement was, what their goals were, what their vision was. I, I helped, um, that was a lot of what I did when I worked with um, my prior business I had with startups and entrepreneurs. And so they would always say, Tanya, I feel like you said everything I was trying to say, but I didn't know how to say it. And say so it. that is um, what I definitely feel that I am great at is um you know intuitive listening with um discernment brilliant absolutely brilliant now you wrote a book right yes yes can you tell us about your books sure so the first project i had which was kind of the launch of the the new business is called my matters and it's talking to you about getting out of your head and jumping back into life because we get stuck and so i wanted to help you figure out how to get unstuck and back on purpose and i wanted to help you not just as the perfect person that is stuck but also for the person that sees that, that person is stuck and not sure how to talk to them not sure what to say because a lot of times people say the wrong thing just get over it's not that big a deal you cannot say that to someone that's dealing with, uh, you know, a crisis, a mental health situation, you know, they need a little bit more. So that was the first project I did. I did a book and I did a journal. And then um, the second project I did was called Things My Mama Said. And it's about love and life, the love of our mom, trying to teach us how to do life right and well. So there's 20 sayings, some crazy stories behind some of those sayings, but the life lessons that we learned along the way that we wanted to share and um and, and tell about with um, my audience and so there's a book and then we did a prayer journal with that and then there's a third book that's called a project it's a mini mini book so it's a mini um mini book and a mini guide and it's called the pro series and it's reminding you that the provision starts in you there's purpose already in you and you just have to start um remembering that because there's a pro in you like you said there's a there's a hero in you and so i remind them of that or a shero a hero or a shero absolutely okay. yeah and so the fourth project is actually coming out um real soon it's called motivated effort and it's just reminding you that the motivation is the inside job. The effort is the inside job. You, you, it, it can't come from anybody else. You have to be the one that keeps you going and keeps you pushing mm -hmm. because it, it, it starts with you. It starts and, with you. So that's the fourth one that's coming out. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, congratulations. I, I got the bug and I love writing. <laughs> and where can, where can folks pick up your books? The books are available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, as well as my site on Amazon. The books are available, excuse me, audio, digital, and print, because I'm an audio girl. I love audio books. I was like, I have to make sure my books are in audio. So there you go. the books are in audio, digital, print. The journals are just in print. 
And then, like I said, my, the books are also at my website called shop.tanyajmiller.com. So you can get my books. If you guys are able to see my lovely shirt that says Real and Righteous, I have what I call message merch. So I have message tees and message buttons. I kind of fell in love with buttons. And so I have different buttons and different um, message merch, if you will, that has messages that resonate with um, helping you to do life unapologetically. So there's all different things on my website at shop.tanyajmiller.com as well. Very nice. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here today and showing us what it's like to live an unapologetic life and on purpose. Thank uh, you. It was I a lot of fun. Um, you know, I love your energy. I love um, how you present yourself to the world and I hope that you write even more books. I look forward to reading them. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, Tanya. All right. Well, I thank you, everybody. I'm Terry Wildeman, your host of Awaken the Possibilities. Thank you so much to Tanya Miller. And I am wishing you your best week ever. And we will be seeing you on next week's show to your success. Take care and see you again soon.